Hey everyone, welcome to the Middle East Podcast Forum Podcast. I'm Omar Saban, co-founder of Mustadfir, one of the longest-running podcast production companies in Saudi based out of Jeddah. And I'm Hiba Fisher, co-founder and CEO of the Kerning Cultures Network, which is the first venture-backed podcast company in the Middle East. And Mustadfir, Kerning Cultures, and Art Jamil were the co-hosts of this year's forum, which was held at Jamil Art Center in Dubai on October 4th. 2019. This episode is the recording of the 2019 Forum's first panel, which was entitled State of the Podcast Industry. Thanks to Lucas Scrobot of Anchored Strategy and Saud Al-Badir, who helped monitor the recordings during the forum. Here we go. So, our first panel is entitled The State of the Podcast Industry. Um, so, our first panelist is Cheryl King from Marketeers. I think. Did I say that right? Um, Mina, uh, the, own, the region's only dedicated broadcast specialist consultancy. Uh, Cheryl uh, drives the business uh, that leads the market it's in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go through everything. Hi. Um, our second panelist is Abdurrahman Al-Umran, founder of Podcast Arabic, which is podcastarabic.com. Where is Abdurrahman? There he is. It's an initiative that aims to promote podcasting in the Arab world and in the market. And he has his own podcast, which is Tayyar Podcast. So that's Abdurrahman. And our third person is Rami Zidan from Angami. Rami is the VP of uh, partnerships at Angami, working with partners, brands to create new music experiences for music lovers. And our mediator for this is uh, Guido. There he is, round of applause. Guido is from Publix Communications. Um, a nomad, really? Okay, a nomad for 15 years <laughs> of, of multi-channel uh, brand strategy experiences across uh, MEA, so take it away. Thank you. Thank you guys, fantastic to be here. Uh, and uh, as, uh, uh, as Hiba was saying, this is the, really the first time we have a community of podcasters around uh, in Dubai, which is fantastic news. I represent Publicis Group, which is one of the largest uh, uh, media conglomerate in the world, and I'm here to learn. Uh, because I think brands, corporations, the media system need to embrace audio and podcast now more than ever. And there is a brilliant community here, and uh, I want to know. I want to know more about you. And thank you for so much for joining me here on on on, on this seat, guys. So uh, you have very different backgrounds and very different uh, experience on podcasts. So I will start one by one. Abdurrahman, Riyadh-based. You are. You have a fantastic uh, Twitter account that is spreading the world uh, news about podcasts. You also conduct services, the service that are very much attended, six, seven hundred uh, answers all the time. You do something. Can you tell me a little bit about what do you see from your point of view from Riyadh and from Twitter about the world of podcasting, how it's evolving, the major trends you experience? Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, in general, uh, we started that 2017. Uh, at the beginning of 2017 in, uh, in the Arab world, not a lot of people uh, understood or knew what podcast was. Uh, we try to educate, we try to uh, promote podcasts, we try to uh, let people know about uh, the new audio medium. But what we noticed uh, throughout the last uh, three years is, uh, uh, what can I say, is like there has been a huge boom in, uh, in the podcast and the audio market, especially in Saudi Arabia and the GCC, 
we're also seeing a lot of new podcast networks popping up around the Arab world. Uh, the adoption has been amazing. A lot of people are now uh, creating their own content and like they are, uh, there is a whole new community popping up. And in general, yeah, it's been it's been crazy to be honest. Like uh, I, in, in Riyadh, especially in Riyadh street, I, if I walk and ask anyone about podcast, he would know it now or she would know it. That's amazing. Yeah. So, Cheryl, you are instead a, one of the only uh, uh, broadcasting, podcasting, marketing, consulting agency that exists, and you're based in Dubai, but you conducted recently a fantastic report about the state of the heart. So, what do you see? So yeah, from our side, we were looking very much from a oh, from a, a brand perspective, as, as you were saying. So I guess where our heritage is in audio. Um, that's what we started doing 15 years ago. So our marketeers, we were looking to. I guess, tell the story of podcasts and how, I guess, crucially, what the opportunity is for brands. We knew that there was this kind of small sort of burgeoning industry for podcasting in the UAE, um, but we didn't really have the stats and figures to, to back it up. So when we were talking about the opportunity for brands, we were saying, well, you know, the first question we get asked is, well, well, how many people listen to podcasts? You know, how many people are downloading podcasts? And we didn't know, like, there was literally no statistics to, to, to actually canvas the, the appetite for podcasts. We knew from a global level that 4.3 billion podcasts were downloaded last year. You know, there's an, there is a booming market globally, but when it comes to the UAE, it kind of felt like it was been in its infancy. So, yeah, that's why we delivered the podcast report into the, the UAE market. It's the first time it's ever been done. We're definitely keen to kind of roll it out um, further into different markets. And I was speaking to Abdul Rahman before, and we were talking about the boom in, in um, a podcast in Saudi. I think what we found for the UAE is that 16% of people um, are active podcast listeners. So what that means is people are, are tuning in every Sli week. Six zero. Sorry, one six. One six. Sixteen. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So it's good to see that the appetite that, that is there and the fact that it's a very engaged uh, community. There's a lot of trust there. 91% of podcast listeners trust podcasts more than any other medium. So I think we're um, excited about the opportunity and it was good just to do the report. Rami, from your perspective, from Angami, like you are one of the leading, uh, uh, and you are the first, first in the region. Uh, you all, all stream also other audio content, right? So what, what would you see the difference between the uh, behavior of the consumer towards music and playlists that regards music versus uh, verbal content? So, hi everyone. Um, I remember this started in a meeting of four people back in April. Um, it's crazy to see where this has come, Anjad. Um, look, as Angami, we've always been known to be for the region, from the region. So it was all about trying to amplify the local content because in this region overall, there's a lot of international content adoption. So on music, for example, half of the streams is international music and some markets a little bit more, which means there becomes some sort of a risk of dilution. When we started with podcasts, we said, well, who listens to podcasts? What are they listening to? The bulk was international. And if you go to the other platforms that are there, it's sort of diluted. So this all started with a, all right, can we create a platform for the local uh, content creators and sort of push that? And we did that a year ago. What we learned was three things. Number one, we learned that music and podcast may not, and I'm going to use may not because I think it's still a bit early, but may not be compatible to live together or complementary, right? We're seeing heavy users on this side, heavy users on this side, and a very small segment of common users, right? Um, we're seeing that, you know, a lot of the podcasts that start, start with a search. Almost 70% of people who listen to podcasts on Angami start 
by searching for what they want to listen to um, uh, versus music, where it's like 40 or 45%. Um, we're seeing a lot of people listening to podcasts in motion. So 15% do that when they're driving, another 15% do that when they're running or walking. Um, so we're starting to see, or and all the numbers that we see being reported worldwide, we're starting to see on and on. But what we also see is that there's also this adoption to international content, and our current um, hypothesis is there isn't enough content variety in Arabic yet, and people end up falling on international content. Right. So, so with that in mind, the current game of play becomes, um, number one, we need to do a lot of manual editorial. The whole algorithm, machine, personalization at this stage in the streaming world is fluff. Um, and because there isn't enough content for the machine to learn, right? So, and then in the podcasting world, unlike music, every podcast is in, is in like seven categories. So when you're talking to the machine, you're like, hey, I'm music, and I'm culture, and I'm art. What are you? It's, it's so, too broad. Yeah, so the machine goes, you do it, right? So there, it becomes a game of really working very closely with the podcasters. And my message here today is, today, you probably your podcast is probably on Rami, it probably is not yet. Uh, you probably put your uh, podcast on Rami, and you aren't seeing numbers yet. But there are two things here. Number one, we're designing the product to drive podcast listenership and we just launched a marketing campaign three days ago so the product is ready we've changed the player we've there's a lot of things that we had to do to drive that and number two the podcasters that are talking to us are allowing us to be aware of what's out there so when someone calls us and say hey it's ramadan and i did a podcast for ramadan we're gonna push that because we're aware of it right um Hey, we launched our first Arabic. We did this with a musician, that, that an interview. We'll start pushing and understanding because the more we know, the more we're specific in our testing. And the less we know, the more we're genetic and sort of trying to push everything out Absolutely. and saying, ah, nothing's working. That's a fantastic point. Going to this, uh, there is still a lack of inventory. So we need more categories, more content verticals, and probably lack of understanding of behaviors of uh, the uh, listenership. So, uh, and this is a question for you guys. What do you see... Uh, the, the, the most promising content verticals, the, the, the things that the region is very good at, at, at producing and where we are lacking and where people is going abroad to find out the right content verticals. And then in terms of distribution, uh, uh, it's still the strategy of, yeah, we, I need to be everywhere because the, the behaviors are different platforms, different apps, so I need to put my podcast everywhere. Or do you think that we're going to go to specific, uh, a specific platform for a specific piece of content? So on the content vertical. So giving the content. Uh, so in general, I would say like um, because, because it's an emerging and a new uh, industry, a lot of co content creators are focusing on interview style uh, podcasts, where in fact, like we're seeing in the global podcast uh, content, uh, you would see a lot of variety. And in general, I would say uh, Adib, like one of the biggest missing uh, pieces of the Arabic podcasts is uh, the storytelling aspect. We're still not seeing enough uh, storytelling, which there is a huge demand. Arabic, uh, like Arab content and Arabs are huge consumers of storytellings. Uh, it's one of the most effective way to reach, especially Arab audience. So yeah, I would say definitely uh, storytelling is one of the definitely most, most missing uh, current podcast Brilliant. content. Let's go a quick, uh, quick turn around again. 
And yeah, I think and to add to that as well, in terms of the verticals, what, what we see is there's a massive trend. I think perhaps, Rami, we were speaking about this a few months ago. Like there's a big trend for uh, comedy. There's a trend for, for lifestyle. It's the, the kind of lighter sort of topics as well as the kind of hard going informative topics that people are listening to. I think when it perhaps it comes to the distribution strategy, I guess what our sort of thinking is that you can create the most amazing content, you can have the biggest celebrities on your podcast ever, but if you don't tell people about it and people aren't aware, then how are they going to know to search? So what I like about podcasts is you're not an accidental listener. You don't stumble upon a podcast. You, act, you actively have to look out for it and, and type it in the search. So if you're looking for podcasts on marketing, you know, you're typing in those keywords in, into podcasts, but there's so many podcasts that exist. So on iTunes alone, there's 700,000 podcasts. So once you've got your podcast, kind of how do you distribute it? So what hosting platforms do you look at? You know, do you go international, Spotify, or do you go local? Do you put it on everything and hope for the best? Um, I think the needs, you kind of need to work out which horse do you back. But I guess with that in mind, it's, it's interesting. And I think where I, the interesting point is looking at consumer and audience behavior. So getting into the mindsets of, of audiences, you know, what are they listening to? What is their behavior? What platforms are, are they listening to? I think the good thing about this region is that, yes, we, are, we have the big global podcast like This American Life and Serial, but I think the podcast that win, will win big is the local providers. And I think the fact that we see Angami doing so well in region is testament to the fact that this massive burgeoning market for Arab content and for local providers you know a third of podcasts are in Arabic already which is is great to see and you know I think 91% of people that listen to a podcast finish it so you're tapping into a very engaged audience I think the opportunity is distribution um, and how do you get your podcast out there from a brand perspective whenever we're speaking to, to brands that want to sort of dabble in podcasts they often come to us and say oh we'll just do a, a we'll just do one-off episode we'll just do a pilot and see how it goes and that's the problem. Like, you can't just do one podcast and expect success. You, you need to kind of be in it to win it, and you need to be brave. So I think the, the opportunity is for kind of longer, sustained content. You need to understand, like, the Do Count Show, for example. I think they only had, like, 300 listeners for the first six months. So you need to understand that to create a sustained podcast and it to be successful, you need to, to be in it for the long run. Yeah, sure, sure. So, one of the things I noticed is uh, I worked with uh, almost 50 new podcasts. So, we had our own studio and we had, where we helped uh, podcasters start. And what I noticed is uh, uh, it's not really about the platform, it's about like social media. So, everyone has their own uh, platform that they listen to, but in, in order to gain new audience and in order to obtain listeners, uh, we noticed that. The ones, the podcasters who uh, effectively do social media are the ones that gaining traction and like uh, getting uh, listeners. And to add that, we actually did a survey for our uh, uh, community and um, 500 uh, participants. And they said that 60% or it showed that 60% of people discover new podcasts through social media, especially Twitter. So Twitter is actually the medium, the medium to gain new listeners. To give you source of, source of uh, plays and source of downloads. Yeah, to find, yeah. to discover new podcasts. Absolutely. So I have three messages for everyone here. Um, number one, before we talk distribution, um, distribution is an element of marketing, right? Um, so I think every podcaster group needs to go back and really put together their marketing strategy. And I say that because 
So I, I personally started a podcast so I can learn the process that you go through. Um, and there is, I commend everyone here on the power of storytelling. It's not easy. It takes me six weeks to write one episode about hip hop, and then I've been a hip hop head for forever. So, um, so please don't take whatever I'm going to tell you as falsafa. So, uh, I really think everyone should really think about their marketing strategies. When you talk about social media, Big Hass and I on how on hip hop podcast we have 50,000 plays on Instagram, 5,000 plays on SoundCloud, and shamelessly I'll work on it. 500 plays on Angami, right? Um, but the gameplay here is because people were able to connect and listen to samples that we were doing. We have an easier way because we were talking about celebrities, but I think overall how you bring your content to life and how you show yourself as a person to get people to connect with you as a human, not as the artwork of your, of your podcast. I think you need to think about your marketing before you think about distribution platforms. And then whatever you're pushing, if you're pushing in Saudi and Al-Ghaim is the biggest, people are going to go there. If you're pushing a, a very um, intellectual topic, people may go to SoundCloud because that's where intellects go. So there, that's on distribution and marketing. My second message is um, on the content. And I think um, the way I describe podcasts now is like we described hip hop in the 70s. It's very underground. It's very uh, intellectually driven. It's about sophistication. It's about very educated people talk about big social matters and interviews and shedding the lights on people that are making a difference in the world. And, and I think eventually, once all of that is said, things will evolve. And we're seeing a lot of podcast groups sort of maintain the mainstream. Going mainstream means starting to create content for the mainstream. Right? So 35% of people who listen to podcasts on Angami are under 21. Right? They're not going to resonate with a lot of the content that's out there. So um, the 25 to 35 and the millennials are the people we're talking to, but they want to hear entertaining content and stuff that can make them laugh or chill or whatever. So the third point I want to make is a personal opinion. And I think, and I was talking to someone earlier on, uh, and don't shoot me for this, uh, and I hope the press doesn't pick it up. Um, but I think the, the term podcast is outdated, right? And I say that because everybody's creating shows and everybody's creating documentaries and everybody's creating you know, talk shows or fun programs. What what's, what's different between an audio show and a video show and a YouTube show? So it's a YouTube, I'm a YouTuber or I'm a podcaster. You're a content creator, right? What is the genre of entertainment that you're in and that can live across multiple platforms? I think podcasts will turn into three things. Number one, it will be the new face of journalism. Print is dead. So podcasts or audio shows will be the new face of journalism. Number two, I think on serial and movies and storytelling, um, that will be the next frontier. Um, the easiest thing to create now is a monologue or an interview. So that's doing great. Uh, and I think as we all gain more experience, uh, storytelling and more of that's going to come. And what's going to come off the second point or the third point is the broadcast mainstream media are going to start coming to the podcasting community to pick up stories to produce. Because if you also look at the Arabic industry overall in entertainment, music, film, or whatever it is, the local productions are becoming less and less and less and less. So podcasts may play, or I believe it will play, a very big role in sort of redefining how the industry works from audio, which is cheap, easy to produce, to becoming something. And we're start, we started seeing that worldwide, but I think that will come in specifically because the Arabic scene is an empty slate. Absolutely.
Yeah. That, that's very interesting. I think it's so dense, this conversation. We have so many points uh, that we, we scratch upon and we would need hours, the last five, five minutes for, for the last round. So uh, building on this, I, I think we were losing as, as an industry the, the naivety of being avant-garde, as you said, being really into niches. Uh, but we need to reach the maturity and all you guys, 50% of you create content and would love to make probably this a, 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 a paying the bill business for you, uh, so it would be a profession. Uh, how, how do we conquer that space? Because I represent all the big brands and the big marketing spending, and we're spending close to zero on you guys, which is a problem. So uh, we need to exit the space and go to a mainstream that not necessarily is an evil space, it's a space that's talk to large an amount of people, probably uh, uh, touch upon the nerves of society in a more uh, refined way because you need to speak to more people and touch sensitivities and be uh, much more uh, conscious that you have an ecosystem that is broader and more complex. Uh, so how do we reach that moment in time in which we become a mature industry and we really uh, 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 consolidate our, our space as content creators? In Saudi particularly, there is a thriving industry that probably accelerated more than anybody else. Uh, okay, so regarding this point is, uh, and let's be frank, uh, if we look and, into the US podcasting industry, which is leading the whole world industry in terms of podcasts, you would see that there is not a lot of major, major big global brands are adopting podcasts. And all of the current, like, uh, all of the current brands that supporting podcasts are startups. In the U.S., we see startups with a huge budget, huge funding, and they have the capability to actually support uh, uh, podcasts. But we are still not seeing global brands adopting podcasts. And to be honest, I'm not seeing it in the Arab in the Arabic podcast or MENA in region too. Like, uh, if if global brands are not uh, adopting it, I'm, I'm not seeing local brands are adopting it too. And we, unfortunately, we don't have the enough startup ecosystem to actually support us like the U.S. In the U.S., the startup ecosystem are, are actually supporting uh, podcasts. You see Squarespace doing it. You see a lot of big brands. But here we are not seeing it yet. So in my personal opinion, in the next five years, and we're still not going to see any adoptions in terms of big brands, to be honest. But that doesn't mean that we need to stop or, or something like that. In, no, it's interesting, fact, interesting yeah. point. There are podcasts like McDonald's, Secret Sauce that are mainstream, and at the same time, there is the avant-garde, uh, two hours, uh, uh, high profile, high value. Uh, so I have a different view, an, exten an extended view. Um, <clears throat> so how old is podcast worldwide? 20 years? 2005? So. 15 years. Um, it took hip-hop 20 years to become mainstream. And I talk a lot about hip-hop because I've just recently studied it. But the point that I want to make here is we came as a community a year ago together. The good news is in MENA, we always skip a phase. So we went from analog TV to Netflix. And we went from CDs and tapes to Anrami. And we went from radio to podcasts. So the good news is I don't think we're going to need 20 years. But what we did last year, the last 12 months as a podcast community is we activated the community. And activating the community allowed us to grow. That's number one. Number two, I st and I'm trying to talk to many people, but it's easier said than done. But number two, I want to see a collective coming together. I want to see five people handling distribution, marketing, uh, and connection and PR for everybody. Why don't we have a label for podcasts? 
right? Because I don't believe that you can create content and market it and distribute it and build connections and talk to people and get money. You're not Superman, right? So Superwoman. Um, so so it's there needs to that body needs to be created. So on Anrami, we're doing three things on monetization. So first, we need to get the people and the audience and the listenership, so we'll get there. The second thing we're doing is we don't want to sell, sorry, when women win alone, right? Because then we're saying, hone on down. If your brand fit is not like Renana, then you can sponsor it. But we want to talk about anything that has to do with women empowerment and things that relate to female. Then I have seven podcasts, and instead of having 10,000 or 15,000 listeners, I have 150,000 listeners. So I, 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 I give advice to everyone here in the room. When you want to go to approach brands, and hopefully we get there, when you go on your own, you're, you're teaching the marketing community to match the brand fit with your podcast. And that's limiting because the number of downloads you have, globally it's 20,000 downloads per podcast, average, average. So eventually the numbers are not going to stack up for a marketeer who wants reach, right? So we're going to start optimizing audio ads and all of that on the collective of audience. So 18 to 34 females, what do they listen to? It's not of your business. They're going to listen to podcasts. We're going to reach them. We're going to slip in there. We're going to pay the money. The second thing I see, because we are in an empty slate and an opportunity to create content, we're going to start creating a lot of content for brands. So we're pitching to McDonald's, let's create a food trust podcast because they have that PR program, right? We're pitching to Dubai Fitness Challenge, let's do a fitness challenge uh, and a fitness podcast that talks to the layman people of how to get fit, Arabic and English. We're focusing on Arabic content creation because in Arabic content creation, we're one of 50, and international, we're one of 700,000, right? So content creation is, is something big. So if you're building the infrastructure to create more content, please continue doing that. And the third thing I see is once there is more mainstream content, and I think there is a lot of young creative people, once we get there from a content variety perspective, the numbers are going to come and the money will come, right? Because versus 15 years ago, audio was not as scaled as it is now. It took Spotify 10 years to get to where it is. It took us seven years to get where we are as an Rami. So audio is ready. The technology is ready. Um, it's missing content, right? And enough content to get the machine to start pushing through. So just to summarize, I think, number one, focus on your marketing strategy. Talk to us. If you don't talk to us, there's a lot of people in this room. It's very hard for me to know what's out there. So please do talk to us. Uh, number three, I think it's very promising. And year one, we activate the community. Year two, let's bring it to life, come together um, more and do more initiatives together instead of once a year. Um, and then number three, just keep creating content and don't stop. Um, so that, that, that would be my summary. I was just going to say, just to add to the points as well, I think the what excites us about this market is the, the speed of adoption. So although 15%, I think, of the UAE class themselves as regular podcast listeners, we're not that far behind other more mature markets. So the UK, US, South Korea, all of those markets that have huge kind of podcast listener numbers. You know, the fact we're on such a high figure already, I think in the next five years, we're going to see a very different landscape in the region as well. So I think that's exciting, even from a 
brand perspective, you know, we know like Oracle, for example, they've appointed their first chief podcast officer. So that's amazing, the fact that they have their own like, podcast guy that's actually responsible for all of that. And then I think from, even from an internal comms perspective, we're speaking to Dubai airports about doing something there. Also, Majid al Fatain are active in the podcast community. I think it will win big because we are a mobile-first region. Uh, and that's a huge one. And let's look at kind of the, the trust in the longer form con uh, format, the fact that the commute time in the region as well is typically around 45 minutes. You know, you've got this dead time to listen to a podcast every day. Um, I think it's always going to win. So I think this is an in interesting time for the, for the podcast industry itself. It's not new. It was, as you say, been going since like, 2004. But there's a renaissance now. It's fashionable. It's radio on demand. And I think the region's ready for it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Eric. Uh, guys, it was a very engrossing conversation. So dense, so many topics. I would leave now the floor for 10 minutes of questions. Probably if I need to summarize everything in one word, would be ecosystem. Like we're all in here together and we need to represent all the different components of the journey to deliver your content to, the, to an audience and support you through the production phases and distribution phases and the technological aspect as well, the Alexa, the Google, the Amazon of this world. The marketing is evolving to voice and your content will be one of the first to stumble upon the, the queries. So really, really think ecosystem, and up to you guys. So five minutes of questions. Uh, who want to be the first? <laughs> I'm really scared. Does this work? Oh, it works. Fabulous. Wow, I'm impressed already. This is uh, Salim Bashir from uh, Podcast Qafir. Hello, everybody. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. Uh, a question for Cheryl, is that right? Is the pronunciation right? Okay, when can we see statistics for the region? How can we, I, I, I'm here to, I mean, we're all here to, to see some statistics that would help us to market our content, that would help us to reach um, uh, companies, brands, etc. Reach also uh, audience, wider audience. Um, how can we all help together as we are all here in this room to make the, the, that statistics? Yeah, definitely. And that, that's a, a good question. Um, and with the, with the podcast report we did initially, because we were just sort of testing the water with it, we wanted to find out a, a big core to work with. We looked at the UAE first, but um, absolutely, next year we'll be repeating the, the podcast report to look at, again, how things have moved on and how things have changed in the UAE, but then also rolling it out across the region as well. So I think from speaking to um, lots of people in the room today, finding out the boom of podcasting in, in Saudi and then looking at other um, nations as well, it's going to be so interesting to, to look at the kind of differences between regions, you know, how many people are downloading podcasts, what type of content is people are people listening to at the moment, because it, it's still kind of in our relative infancy, it's, it's been good just to see, get an initial kind of grounding, because we know the appetite's there. So, um, yeah, absolutely, we'll be looking to roll it out across the region. Okay, mic check. Uh, first of all, thank you so much right here, Cheryl. Um, thank you so much for this amazing, uh, really, quick question for maybe for Abdurrahman and maybe all of you guys as well. Do you think the, um, the Arab region is ready to pay to listen to a podcast? Because that will be something as well that we can support with. I know a friend of mine in the States asked for $3 to listen to the podcast. She started free. But then now if you want the good thing, you got to pay for it. So I think, I think that, do you think that will ever happen? Thank you. Yeah, so that's a good question. And I always, I have always thought about this. And I asked, uh, we do a survey every year. 
for uh, our community and they told us like we asked them uh, would you support uh, your favorite uh, podcaster like in, in platforms like uh, Patreon and, or something like that and 30% of them said yeah we would support them and like uh, most of them said we, w- we would be like open to supporting them from 5 to 10 dollars that being said uh, 30% is a great percentage in terms of uh, uh, of support but to be honest uh, I have seen a podcast try to do it podcast with a big audience try to do it and they didn't re- it didn't really work for them right now I see it working in the future but uh, so far I haven't seen anyone successfully th- does it even the big podcast to be honest thank you thank everyone. you so much guys cheers <laughs>